Do you love all things marketing and media? Have you ever had a conversation with a friend about what it means to be a cowgirl? Well, this episode is for you. We're talking with Hannah Crandall as we continue our series with Cowgirl Magazine's 30 Under 30. And in this podcast, we go beyond the saddle as we explore professional careers across the equine industry. I'm your host, Katie Kleinbell. Let's tack up and head out. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Saddle in our Cowgirl Magazine 30 Under 30 series. Today, I have Hannah Crandall with me, and it is going to be a very fun conversation. I can already tell. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I cannot wait to meet everybody in person, and I just like want to get us all together so we can just talk about horses and talk about the industry and all of our fun things in the same room. It's going to be so much fun. I know. I am so excited. I literally have a countdown in my phone. I also have a long distance relationship. So I have all these countdowns. And just the other day, I was like, we're so close. So I added my countdown and literally counting down the days. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. I need to do that. I'm totally doing that. (laughs) Well, Hannah, you have a very fun um, career and a very fun job. So let's just start there. What, What do you do? Tell us what you do. Yeah, so my full-time job, um, I always have to preface it with that. My full-time job is as the marketing and media manager for the North Texas Fair and Rodeo in Denton, Texas. So we are a 10-day event. Um, We actually just moved to a 10-day event. We had always been nine before, but we are now 10. Um, We have a pro rodeo, ranch rodeo, bull blowout. Um, And then we're very entertainment focused. So lots of big name concerts. And I get to do all of the marketing and media in-house. I also wear a lot of other hats. There are three um, full-time staff for our event. So we do it all. Um, But then on the side, I also get to write for various Western publications and brands. Um, So I write for um, the Arena Press, Cowboy Lifestyle Network, Western Horsemen, The Cutting Horse Chatter, Quarter Horse News. Um, And then I've written some SEO stuff um, for websites and things with Twisted X and Cavenders. So I absolutely love that side of my job. I always tell people my favorite part about what I do is getting to share the stories of the people in our industry and about the animals in our industry. And so I get to talk to a lot of cool people and share with the rest of the world what, why and what they do. I love that you have like two different aspects that seem like they fill your cup in like different ways. So you've got like the marketing side for the event, which I'm sure comes with all kinds of, you know, expectations and just excitement about, you know, what is the lineup going to look like each year? You know, how are we going to plan out our days? What's the messaging we're going to, you know, push out to, to ticket buyers and all of that. And then also like deep diving a little bit more in the Western industry and writing and being able to like support these amazing publications with, you know, your perspective and your take and the ways that you can help them. I love marketing and media and you get to do it in two very different and very fun ways. Definitely. Yes. When I was in school, I knew going into college that I wanted to go into, you know, the communications, journalism, marketing, something in that realm within the ag and Western space. And so 
I was doing lots of internships, trying to figure out what all was out there, what opportunities there were. And I did an internship in Billings, Montana with the Nile Pro Rodeo on the event side. So I really wasn't doing any marketing, really. Um, it was all event production, and I fell in love with that side of it, too. And so that was also something that I really didn't expect. And now I get to tie all of it together with everything I do. And with the writing side, I get to reach so many, so many different facets of the industry. And so that is super special to me. You definitely sound like you've had a journey to kind of figure out well, how can you best serve the industry with the things you love. And I think for so many of us, maybe it's a trait of just being a cowgirl <laughs> and we get really passionate about things, but we get kind of, I don't know if sidetracked is the right word, but we have so many things that we do love that we're like, oh man, but I love production and I right. love, you know, the event and I love marketing and I love SEO. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to stay focused, right? Oh yeah. I feel like that's just, I mean, the culture that we live in and that we love so much. We are all the kind of people who have so many irons in the fire and who want to do everything that we possibly can to grow and better the industry, to, you know, do our jobs and do it well. And so I think that's just a trait that comes with growing up in the industry or falling in love with it. Um, those are the things that make this industry so great. We couldn't have it any other way. Could we like, I couldn't imagine working in any other space than this place that we love so much because we might drive ourselves crazy if it wasn't for something that we cared about so, so deeply. <laughs> 100%. I, so I was actually thinking about our conversation. I was in my living room this morning um, working out you know, getting ready for the day. And I have this sign um, above my TV in my living room that I got when I was, you know, headed off to college, getting stuff to decorate my apartment, and I still have it. And it's one of those cliche live, laugh, love kinds of signs that you think of. But it says, do what you love and love what you do. And I think that's just like the perfect if I would give anybody advice, that is what I would tell them because it makes such a difference when you're passionate about what you're doing. When you're excited to go to work every day, it really, like, it's not work. It is so true. And I know there's people out there listening to this thinking, well, sure, easy for you to say you have this amazing, cool job and this amazing, cool side gig and all this fun stuff. But I know that didn't just like fall into your lap. Like I know that you had to explore many different paths to figure out what that looked like and to craft where you wanted to be and find what you love and what really sets your soul on fire, if you will. So let's talk about that a little bit. Like what was your journey like and how did you find this amazing place that you have here in the industry? Yeah. So I, like I said, I always knew this is kind of what direction I wanted to go. So I went to school for ag communications and journalism at Texas A&M University. And then I graduated in May of 2021. So just a few years ago. But I did a lot of, like I said, a lot of internships, a lot of exploring just to see what all was out there, because I think going into it, I had no clue just how many opportunities there were. And you really do, you kind of have to dig into it to figure it all out and see 
what's all out there. And so that's what I did. I spent so much of my time just exploring what was out there, trying to make connections. Um, and then after I graduated, I worked at another university for just a little while, about a year, doing just basic communications stuff for them. And it was a great learning experience, great stepping stone. But like I said, being passionate about what you do, I'll preach that all day long, makes all the difference in the world. Um, but I had friends going back to, you know, how I got into this role specifically. I had friends when I was in college who grew up in this area, in the Denton, um, North Texas area. And they grew up coming to this fair and rodeo, and they knew that this is what I wanted to do. This is what I was looking for. And I had been pretty heavily searching for a new job, um, something more in the Western space. And so they posted this job to their Facebook and my two friends sent it to me. And I actually have a screenshot. It was at the exact same time. They both sent a screenshot of it to me. Um, but <laughs> I applied and it was one of those things I had been applying for so many different positions and rejection and you know it was getting to be very difficult because I think I had a lot of you know writing experience but as far as getting into the marketing side of things with digital and you know the website the social media I didn't have that experience and so it really took somebody being willing to take a chance on me I was young I was pretty much fresh out of college, you know, one job. And this job, it was just the right fit. And that's another thing I'll preach all day is that when things are right, they're right. And you'll know my prayer is always that doors would be open and closed and that they would be opened and closed hard because I'm the type of person who has to know that's exactly where I need to be. Can't have any doubts. So I think that's exactly how it happened. I found this job and it all worked out. And then I started writing for Cowboy Lifestyle Network about the same time. And then from there, that side of things just grew and kind of took off. I had people reach out to me about writing for them or, you know, doing other things with them, whether it was SEO writing or content creation, podcasting. Um, there's just all these different things have, honestly, some of it has fell into my lap and I'm so blessed because I think a lot of people have reached out with opportunities that I am absolutely so lucky to have, and it makes getting up every day and going to work or um, working from home, whatever, it makes it so much fun. I find it hard to believe that these things just fell in your lap because everything happens for a reason. So you put in the work sure. and you made an impression somewhere. Uh, you know, it's so funny when we, you know, find ourselves so blessed and, and living in this space that we know we're walking in our purpose and we think it's, it's so easy to feel that. And I love that feeling of, man, this just, you know, happened. This just right? came to me. Yeah. But really, you know, your your path is being guided and, you know, you're using your skills and those things that that matter to you and that you can do well in a way that that moves our world forward. And it's, you know, happening for you. I also wanted to like touch on something you said in there that um, I think resonates with a lot of people and something that I want to underscore the importance of as, you know, those of us in this Cowgirl 30 Under 30 group 
progress in our careers, we're going to find ourselves in positions where we can open doors for others and we'll be willing to take chances on, you know, the Hannahs who just graduated college and had no business being in this role. We're going to be those people that can give those opportunities and giving thanks for it now and recognizing how amazing it was that that person took a chance on you. It's so special, truly special. Yeah, definitely. I think that is also one of the things that I absolutely love about what I do now is I have young women who are in college or whatever reach out to me from time to time and ask me for advice or, you know, just to pick my brain on how I got where I am. And to me, that is such an honor because not that long ago, it feels like I was that girl looking at, you know, these women in 30 under 30 when it started or whatever. And I was like, I want to be them. And so it's a full circle moment to know that people are looking at you that way. And uh, such an honor, (laughs) truly. You have arrived, girl. Live it. Soak it up. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I wanted to ask, um, the writing that you do, I know it sounds like there's some technical pieces like helping with SEO or that kind of thing. Um, but it also sounds like there's content in the fold that you're writing some content. What are your favorite things to write about? Like what topics are like, what really gets you going? 100% my favorite writing I ever get to do. Um, I don't know that it will ever change is when I get to interview people and sit down and, you know, talk to families and, I get to know them, whether, I mean, it's not like I get to sit down with them for a week, but I get to sit down for an hour, two hours, whatever, and learn as much as I can about them. And then I get to turn around and share that with the rest of the world. And that is such an honor to me. And to be able to have somebody trust me with sharing their story, um, that is truly what fills my cup. That is what I love. Um, you know, all of the other technical stuff also so needed. And I truly enjoy that as well. But my favorite pieces are the features, the stories. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps. Like that's exactly (laughs) why this podcast exists. Like I'm so excited and I was so happy that you were willing to come on the show so we can get to know you in that way. And that you've trusted me with telling your story and talking about your career and the things you're passionate about. There's nothing quite like when someone trusts you to really just, you know, answer, answer all your questions and paint them in the right light. And I get to do that with you today. How fun. Yeah. No, there is nothing like it. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't bring this back to horses and so many of the things and the publications that you write for. And of course, being part of the rodeo production, horses are embedded in every single phase of that. Talk to me about your personal journey with horses and how they have influenced your life and your career. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I grew up in a very small town in the Texas manhandle, But um, my dad is actually from Nebraska. My mom is from um, just north of Amarillo. But my grandpa on my dad's side, he trained horses for a long time. My grandma ran barrels later on in life. She, you know, did a bunch of trail riding. They have always had horses, always. That's been their passion for as long as I can remember, as long as I know. And then my dad, he has roped calves forever. 
And so growing up, you know, that was our life on the weekends. We were traveling to jackpots or rodeos or whatever. And my uncles, they team rope, they rope calves. Um, Now my boyfriend, he's a team roper. Um, My younger brother ropes calves now. So all of my heroes are literally cowboys. (laughs) And I grew up around horses. I... I can tell you the most important horse um, in my life was my dad's good calf horse for years. And we're still lucky to have him. He's retired, but he's the, he's the horse that did it all. He took me around the barrels and the poles and the goats at play days, you know, mm-hmm. and he taught my little brother how to rope calves. Um, but I kind of took a different path when Again, going to a super small school, you know, everybody has to play all the sports. And so that's what I did. And I didn't rodeo. Um, And for a long time, that was a really big regret of mine. But now finding my place in this industry and where I belong, I truly believe this is where I'm supposed to be. So. Oh, my goodness. It's um. It's so interesting to me. I've done a few of these cowgirl 30 under 30 interviews and this exact theme has come up a couple of times now where we, myself included, have regrets of not rodeoing or not having access to the right opportunities, the right horses, the right, whatever, whatever the reason is that we weren't able to rodeo and then feeling some kind of way about like how that doesn't, you're not a cowgirl because you didn't rodeo or you weren't, yeah, that that wasn't your life. And now you found your place, right? Like you found your yeah. place in the industry. I feel more like a cowgirl today, having never officially rodeoed than I ever did when that was a, a dream of mine. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was just having this conversation with a friend a couple nights ago, actually, and we were talking about the identity of a cowgirl. And that's something that I've had a lot of conversations about. I've written a couple pieces about it, you know, but that was something I struggled with for a long time, even when I got into this role and started writing more and doing all of the stuff that I do now. You know, I never viewed myself as a cowgirl because in my mind, cowgirls were a lot handier than I'd ever be. Um, <laughs> right, me too. So, yeah, but, you know, I I wasn't going to wear a cowboy hat because I wasn't a cowgirl. But <laughs> now um, it really is it's an honor to be named a cowgirl in this 30 under 30 you know and it's all about finding your place and where you fit and there's a need for cowgirls in every aspect you know whether you're a businesswoman or you're an athlete or you're showing horses or whatever it may be you're on the ranch working cattle every day there's a need for every single one of us Absolutely. And it's going to take all of us in all of those different roles and specialties to move this industry forward and to really tell our story. You know, I think agriculture is in search of a way to reconnect with, you know, the every man who goes to the grocery store. And I don't think there's a better way to do it than to celebrate the women in this industry who do walk in all those roles and serve all of those, you know, features of our industry that don't move forward unless we're all working together. Now, I still think that if you're super handy, you know, in the and chasing yeah. cows, you're still a badass. Like you are, you are the ultimate cowgirl. And 100%. I will always respect. <laughs> <laughs> well, and those are the people that make our industry what it is that, you know, 
those are the cowgirls that give us the opportunity to do what we do. So yeah, 100% badass. Those are the (laughs) ultimate cowgirls, but it does. It takes all of us. Totally. Yeah. So much respect and, and, but, and just so much gratitude also that, you know, this industry doesn't exist without all of us, right? This industry doesn't exist without accountants and without, you know, media professionals and without equine dentists and without, you know, all of the very, very many diverse roles that really comprise the industry. We're all not that different, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think it's all about, you know, again, it comes down to a passion for this industry. And when you're passionate about the industry and you're doing your job, whatever that may be, to preserve it and promote it in the best light possible, that's what it's all about. Whatever your role is, if you're passionate about it and you're working hard to preserve and promote it, in my mind, that's what makes a cowgirl. Amen, sister. Yes. It is uh, for anybody who is out there, maybe struggling with this very concept of what it means to be a cowgirl. And, you know, I work, I work in the equine space. So, you know, half of my job at least is spent talking to hunter jumpers and, you know, those who ride dressage and et cetera. I think you're also cowgirls. Like, I think if you identify with this, like love for the animal, passion for the industry Mm -hmm. and figuring out like what it means to be gritty. I know we use that phrase a lot, but to be gritty in your space, you're part of it. You're part of the story, whether you're chasing cows or you're going over jumps. Like, I think it's all part of the same, the same world. We all have the same appreciation for the same animals and the same, you know, vein of life, if you will, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. I love that word gritty, gritty and gracious that those are the two. Yes. Oh, gritty and gracious. I'm going to make a t-shirt. <laughs> I want to live my life with grit and grace. Yes. yes. <laughs> so fun. Oh my gosh, Hannah, this has been so much fun. You've given us so much good advice to think about too, um, as we talk about this, doing what you love, discovering what it is that you love and following it. Um, and then also just, yeah, trusting the path and finding, finding your place, especially when it's unexpected. I think those unexpected moments are sometimes the most powerful, right? Because it does sort of hit you like a ton of bricks sometimes to be like, man, I really enjoy SEO. Who knew that I would enjoy (laughs) SEO? (laughs) No joke. I mean, that's so true. The unexpected, um, there's so many blessings in the unexpected. So no, just, you have to roll with the punches and you have to work through it to find your way. But I truly believe everything lines up and happens for a reason. Oh, it's so hard to trust sometimes, but it's so worth it. (laughs) Goodness. Well, thank you again, Hannah, for coming on to the show, talking to us about your story, sharing your career and your journey. Um, I may mention, as long as you don't mind, Hannah is very young. (laughs) Hannah Hannah just graduated (laughs) in 2021. She is like, are, are you 23 or have you turned 24 now? Yeah, I'm 23. I won't be 24 until June. Oh my God. She is, she is a baby and she is a precious gem and she has so much wisdom. So anybody out there also who thinks that you are too young and you don't have enough experience, I want to just say, absolutely. That's not true. Look at Hannah and just own your space, love what you love and go for it. I love that. Own your space and love what you love. 100%. So good. All right, lady. Well, I will see you in just a few short weeks. Thank you again for coming on the show. So fun. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a fun time. 
Thanks for riding along in this episode with Hannah Crandall. Stay tuned for more episodes with Cowgirl Magazine's 30 Under 30.